It's time for Bet the Best with Tim and the Bear. Sit back and listen as they give you the best bets to fill your pockets with the money, the dough, the cabbage, and the moolah. Now, here's your hosts, Tim Mitchell and Chris Bernstein. Oh, man, that's refreshing to hear after a long two-week hiatus. We're back. Bet the best with Tim and the Bear. I see you again, sir. Episode 29, we're making our way to 30. And uh, a lot of shit's going on the past two weeks. NBA's back. We're fucking knee-deep in the football season. My Braves are in the World Series. Shout out to Atlanta. And uh, Bernie was almost a millionaire, or or at least like a 15,000 there. Oh, you're talking about that parlay? Yeah, we haven't talked about it yet on the podcast. We got, we got to get into it. It was two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so, all right, Bernie's also like first in the in our big league in fantasy, you know, by a large margin. Oh, Bernie's been killing it. Yeah. You, just, uh, just dominating everyone. It's okay. What was that parlay you took the other night that uh, you didn't tell anybody about? Which one? The Monday, Monday night? Uh, was it Monday? Who I, played played? I put all that in the group chat. After the fact. I uh, put the first one in the group chat. I didn't put, I didn't put the same game in the group chat. I don't know, it was like, it was like 50. fifty bucks to win fifteen hundred or something. That was fifteen to win nine hundred. Fifty to win nine hundred on that one. Okay. Yeah, big hits, big yeah. hits in the group chat. We've been killing it lately. I've been doing my thing with UFC. You've been fucking wrecking with football. Nate's been killing it. Tags always kills it. Um, his soccer shit fucked me today, but I ain't, I ain't mad at it. football, man. It's a good time to be alive all at once right now. It is a good time to be alive. And with that, I'm um. So I just downloaded Caesar's sport book. Like all these, like with Virginia being fairly new to um, gam- legalized gambling, um, like Caesar's fo- sports book does a um, bet ten dollars, win a hundred dollars, like a hundred dollars worth of bets, win or lose. Um, win bets does the same thing. So I'm doing Caesar's tonight. I took, uh, I just took the is there, is there bet rivers too. I don't know, dude. I, I like, I'll just be scrolling through Instagram and they always show up and it's like, oh, I didn't even know this exists. So, uh, yeah, those those are some things to look at if you're if you're in VA because if you or any any fucking state that is gambling. sports gambling, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so big game tonight. You know, it sucks that majority of the fucking Packers offense is out, but um, A. Rod is still there, Aaron Jones is still there, but we've got um, big big NFC showdown, Cardinals and the and the Packers. It's in Arizona. Cardinals, I believe, six and a half point favorites. Yeah, something like that, which is still crazy. I don't care who's out. You still got to play Aaron Rodgers. They still got weapons. Yeah. Like, that just means AJ Dillon's going to come more valuable, Robert Tanya, and people like that. Mm-hmm. So it'll be very interesting. As long as you got Aaron Rodgers, man, I'm pretty sure not out of any game. Right. It's not like he's playing with, like, you know, handicapped guys. Like, I mean, fucking uh, St. Brown, he can run a route. Tanya can run a brow. Aaron Jones is one of the best, if not the best, yeah. pass catching back in the league. Um, well, other than CMC. We'll see. I mean, but St. Brown's at, you're asking St. Brown to do a lot. Robert Tanya can at least do something. Then Dan goes to uh, Amari Rogers. Randall Cobb. Mercedes Lewis. Stuff like that. Randall Cobb. Cobb. I mean, we'll see. It might be Randall Cobb night. It should be a Randall Cobb night. But uh, he's one of my lineups, so we'll talk about those lineups later. But I mean, We'll see about tonight's game, man. I mean, Kyler's gonna Kyler's gonna do Kyler things. If you can't keep up with that offense, what are you gonna do about it? Well, they did. Uh, who was it they played about two weeks ago, where they sh- kind of shit the bed, but still won? Who the Cardinals? Was it the Lions? 49ers, I believe. Oh, that was it. I think that was it. 
Yeah, but that's divisional, man. You can't say anything about that. Yeah, let me see. Because I think it was. Yeah. yeah, but even aside from that, they put up, you know, Ooh. 38, 31, 31. Yeah, big numbers. 34, 37, 37. Like, bro, they're, uh, and then, you know, A Raj can, you know, do what he does. So, I mean, I think it's going to be a lot of scoring tonight. I saw Nate taking some parlays that with the under. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I mean, the Cardinals are going to score, and if, if the Green Bay is going to keep up with them, they got to score because the Green Bay is a bunch of people on defense, too. So, there's a lot of people out for the Green Bay Packers tonight. Fucking J.J. Watt, not that it's really news because I think he's kind of uh, washed, I guess that's fair uh, to say. He's not washed. He's just hurt. All the time, dude. Oh, yeah. my God. I mean, it sucks, but when he's in there, he's really good. But yeah, this okay. all the time. All right, so uh, somebody in the group chat, let's get into these NFL, these NFL locks of the week. Um, I can't believe the Titans are fucking dogs. Yeah, that one surprised the hell out of me. I I don't understand it. The Colts are just. Track? I don't understand why it would be. I mean, look, is there, is there any reason in your mind saying that Titans aren't going to win this game? No, they just, they just beat the Bills. They just beat the Chiefs. And you're going to tell me they're, they're going to be dogs to the Indianapolis Colts? What? I mean. Derrick Henry, Moran Tannehill, A.J. Brown all better be out for them to be dogs in this game. I swear to God. Yeah. And, and because that was the case with the Jets game, right? It wasn't like Julio yeah, and A.J. Julio Brown. and A.J. were both out. Yeah. So, I mean, people keep referencing that game, but, like, your, your two best receivers are out of the game. Yeah, that changes everything, man. Their defense starting to come together. They play good defense the past couple weeks, man. Held the Bills to what they needed to hold them to. Held the Chiefs down tremendously. No one saw that one coming. Like, I don't get it. I don't see it. This is my ultra lock. Honestly, I'll probably be putting two units on this one. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. I mean, and I'm assuming the line's going to fucking move. Because, I mean, I'm wondering what person in the right mind that's outside of Indianapolis is saying, oh, dude, the Carson Wentz and the Colts are going to dominate them after they barely just beat fucking Geno Smith. Yep, Geno Smith and the damn Seahawks. Like, I, I, I don't see it. I don't understand it. The Colts aren't like that. They're really, really not. Yeah. So speaking of uh, speaking of the Colts and not being like that, you know, I'm assuming their playoff hopes are pretty. I mean, th- th- if the Titans win this game, they take the AFC South. Oh, 100. percent We talking about yeah. yeah. Not that they already haven't, but I mean, th- this will this will like. I mean, there's no way the Titans don't win the AFC South. It's just not happening. That's just going to happen. So what are they four? And, are they are they five and one? No, they're five and two, five and two. Okay, I believe. Yeah, they are. They're five and two. Yeah, yeah, because they lost to the Jets and then they lost to lost the Cardinals. The Cardinals. Week one. They got hammered by the Cardinals, but yeah, but that was, it was week one. Yeah, it was week one. They had a whole new team for figuring out stuff like that. Like, yeah, they have. They haven't. They haven't missed a beat since then. Oh. Yeah, they've already played the Colts. Yeah, and beat them. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. This makes zero sense. Makes and zero they, sense, Tim. They're being about nine, which is pretty it's handily. Like two possessions. For, for some team, it's supposed to be your division rival. Oh, uh, I mean, that's it. I guess the division. But yeah, yeah but so yeah, like, yeah was- Titans. Titans all fucking bad. We get any comments? That's right. We can't get fucking comments on the Streamyard. Streamyard, oh, fix your shit. Right. We gotta um, get a new platform. Bye bye. Yeah, next. So Rams minus 14 and a half at the Texans. That's a minus 106 line. 
I like that too. I mean, the, the Rams look pretty fucking unstoppable. E- e- even when they looked stoppable, I believe it was last week against the Giants, and then just fucking turned it on and, and blew them out. Yeah, the Lions, same thing. They were down a ton. Beat them by almost 10 points. That was it. The, the, uh, the Lions, too. Lions came out with some big balls last week. Hit the fucking uh, – Yeah, those, the big balls shrank up. those big balls shrank up real fast in that second half. Yeah. They went away real fast. Off. Yeah, there's a reason that they trade those two away, man. It's hilarious to see. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, too. Like, it just goes to show you. I mean, because the Lions, like, I mean, I, I'm going to keep saying it because I don't think that they're that bad. Like, they're not the Houston Texans bad. Um, they're worse than the Houston Texans. I disagree, man. What? You go look at go look at their games. They played a lot of teams tough. Okay, so the Texans played a couple teams tough too. They played the Browns close for a second. They gave the Cardinals a fit in the first half. Same concept as the Lions. Like, on top of playing teams tough, man, honorable mention is a cute thing. But, <laughs> but all all I know is one of the two teams has a win. Oh yeah, the Lions haven't won a game. No, Jesus. So yeah. I feel bad for the coach, too, man. You're going to cry every week, bro? Like, what's going on? I'd be crying every week, too. Jesus, I got to coach the Lions. Yeah. <laughs> man, like, well, that loss against the Vikings, that shit was horrible. That was, that was dude, there's, never, there's never a scenario where a coach is like, oh, yes, dude, we're going to go be – we're going to be the Lions head coach? That's what I want to be for the rest of my life. Like, dude, my Bears suck, and we beat them. Oh, was that just only one of the season? No, no, oh, y'all like – We have three wins, sir. Thank sorry, you. Yeah. Back it up. Um. Well, yeah, 14 and a half. I mean, that, that's that's pretty that's pretty doable. I mean, that's lock it up. Yeah, lock that shit up. All right, this is interesting. Chargers minus four. Okay, so it's in LA, so that's good. Yeah, it's Chargers minus four against New England. New England's kind of came on the past couple of weeks, but I think they've been playing shit uh, teams. Yeah, the only the only teams they've beaten are the Texans and the Jets. Hmm. The they gave us a fit. Yeah, they beat they beat the Jets twice this year and the Texans once. Every other team they've oh. lost. Yeah, I mean the Chargers, and this seems like a revenge game for Herbert getting smacked last year by New England. Oh, did he? Oh yeah, it's like forty-five. Uh, okay, this screams Chargers blowout. Did the Chargers play last week, or were they on? They were on bye, and then they got fucking decimated two weeks before that. So was my lineup in Jeff's league, and I still came out with a victory. You said say that again. Nothing, man. I'm just gonna keep talking shit about Jeff's league. That's all it is. Right. I'm gonna start talking shit about Joe's league. How about that? Okay, you're two and five in that bitch. I'm five. Bum league, huh? You guys about that dumbass bum league? It's a two hundred dollar league, just like Jeff's is. No, Jeff's two fifty. Oh, well, fine. It's two hundred. But yeah, yeah. All right, then. Uh, though, is it Sunday night we play Cowboys Vikings? That's Sunday night, right? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, Monday night's Chiefs Giants. Yeah, the Sunday night showdown. I think I'm gonna take off Monday just to enjoy this one. Um, hey man, I got off Cowboys. Sunday. Huh? I got off some Sunday this week. What's uh, what you doing? You off on Sunday? Yeah. I'll uh, it's it's definitely doable. I'm, I'm going to Nags Head this week actually, so I'll be down that way and I'll be coming back on Sunday. So man, I was making another Eagles nest day. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll get we'll do a live uh little live stream. I think we've done the live stream once. While we've been doing this podcast for 30 episodes. I think so, yeah. But we'll see if we can make it twice. But, yeah, the over in that game, I mean, our defense is shit. Um, can't stop a nosebleed. Um, Vikings offense is, is pretty high-powered. I'd say they're a top – on paper, they're like a top eight offense in the league, I think. 
I mean, both offenses are, man, and both defenses are terrible. The Vikings secondary is awful. Their whole defense is terrible. And you know, and you know your boy, and you know your boy Diggs is gonna give up a big touchdown play to someone. He might get a pick six, but that man's gonna give up two hundred yards, whoever whoever he's guarding. Yeah. It's funny that that keeps getting thrown across. Like, oh, he's got so many pick sixes, but he also leads the league in like yeah. yards getting up and everything it is, else. It is the craziest flip flop of a stat I've ever seen for a player. Like, it, like it's it's awesome. Like, pick sixes are great, man. Like, you got to score on defense if you're getting them. Cool. Like, you're really helping the team out, but you really hurt the team by giving historic numbers up <laughs> the other way. It you is just risks it, you know, risk it to get the biscuit. That's exactly what it is, man. I mean, it's cool. Like, it's it's it's, it's a high power play. It's awesome, but that. The numbers they've shown for him is just crazy. The Patriots game really illustrated it when uh, he got the pick six and then literally the next play got fucking burned. By Kendrick Bourne. Yeah. Kendrick Bourne can move, though. He's fast. Come on, man. Dude, the play was terrible. He went straight for that pick again and got burned. Well, then our safety came over the fucking top, and God knows what the fuck he was doing. That was – you know, cornerback did get burned, but he's supposed to have safety up. Yeah, a little bit. I agree, though. That's what I'm saying. That's all I like the over here. Yeah, I mean, 55 minus 110. Yeah, so, yeah, I'll be parlaying all four of these bad boys. I believe I will as well. That'll get you probably 10 to 1 easily. Probably more than that. Oh, Nate said he's hammering the comment sections too. Damn, bro. Shout out to Nate House. I guess we can just pull it up on the damn Twitter. That's, That's just annoying. That's all right. All right. What's next on the slate, Timothy? Uh, let's go over the sleepers. So, Trevor Lawrence was – uh. so in Joe's league, I actually – I have Russell Wilson, so I, I needed a quarterback, and I went and got Trevor Lawrence. I believe because he was on bye last week. I went and got him two weeks ago. He did all right. You know, he throws the ball a lot. You know, he, the ball's going to be in his hands. He's, he's got decent receivers, and he's playing against a Seattle defense that's putrid. Mm-hmm. Um, this week it is in Seattle, so that kind of does, you know, what that changes things a little bit. But I mean, not much considering that they're it don't change shit. Because God forbid that I mean he's gonna have a ton of opportunities because I see that Seahawks offense is gonna isn't gonna move well still. I mean, to play the Jaguars cool, they're still gonna struggle to move. Like you know, Smith isn't gonna go out there and be spectacular or any means. So both honestly, I. I both teams have a lot of opportunity here. But Trevor Lawrence, honestly, Geno Smith might be a flyer too. Either quarterback here for the flyers. I like Trevor just because of rushing upside. He had a couple of rushing touchdowns this year already, stuff like that. Um, and Seattle's going to – they're going to be Seattle on defense, and we'll see what happens. But Trevor Lawrence, good flyer. Really need to play. Why not? Question of the day is what's the line on this game? I'm assuming I'm – I'm going to say Seattle minus three just for the home. Nine? Yeah. Something like that when I saw it. I'm gonna look yeah, it, it was it wasn't anything crazy, but it's I mean that's a that's an insane game. Like Jacksonville's not crazy to take there, I guess. James Robinson should have a field day this week. God, he should be getting the ball all day. Let me see. One of those moments where he's just a must start everywhere. Sorry for the dead air, folks. Let me find that here. When do they play? That is oh, four o'clock game. Yeah, Seahawks minus three and a half. That's what I figured, just because of the home. Yeah, so uh, the overs 40, 44, not the highest of overs I've seen. No, it won't be, but like I said, if he gets a rushing touchdown, 200 plus yards, another passing touchdown, something like that, looking at about 18 points for him. 
And that's all you're looking for for a substitute play anyway. So if he gets 20-plus, which he could possibly do against his defense, it's a good play. Yeah. I like right. it a lot. I mean, I don't got to do it anywhere. I have really good quarterbacks everywhere. But whatever. So this, uh, this next sleeper for a running back. So first and foremost, Miles Sanders is dead to me. And secondly, you've been on this cat since week one, Kenneth Gainwell. I think every Sunday you send over some DFS lineups and this, Kenneth Gainwell always sneaks his way in there. And obviously he's you know very, very cheap because um, he's not the starter. But, I mean, is he, is he now taking over from Miles Sanders, who was literally like two years ago a top ten running back, if not better than that? No. Even before he started, I was pretty trying to like Miles Sanders this year. That was before the injury. That was before everything. I don't know he why. Like, he's so good. He's my rankings, he's not. Listen, Jarvis McCary aren't great. Their round four is pretty average. But on third down conversions for passing, or she's supposed to be every down back, right? Mm. So third down conversion has been a league for passing. He has the worst reception rate for third downs of any running back in the league during that time. Stuff like that trend towards he's not going to be that running back you want. Ken Gwynn on a great passer out the backfield. Shows he took over last week a little bit. Mm-hmm. Is Detroit is really bad? Yeah. This could be a very nice day for him. So is he more of a passing uh, passing down back? He's a bit of everything, man. They're talking about him uh, splitting time Boston Scott. I mean, you saw a little towards the end last week, but that was because Boston Scott was the second guy after Kent Gainwell. Mm-hmm. And they were already down so much to the Raiders. Why, why risk Gainwell? I see Gainwell having 70-30 split. And if he looks for that 70-30 split with that passing upside, I'm telling you, he could have a very, very good week. I'm starting him, I think, in two leagues. Oh, in, in regular fantasy? Yes. Yeah, on DraftKings, he is 5,000. Yep. And to put that in perspective, so like guys like Zach Moss, Mike Davis, these guys are also 5,000. And those guys are terrible. Yeah. Mike Davis is now uh, Cordell Patterson's taking that job over, it feels like. Yeah. What's up with the, the Browns running back this week? Are they good? I think Chubb might play. It's a big might. Good, but I don't know. You really, you really expect Dearness to do the same thing again? Uh, Chubb, re- Chubb returned to practice, so he'll be – okay. That was a one and done. Which is good because they need it. They need to win this week. They play Steelers. Without Chubb, they had no chance to play the Steelers. Now at least with Chubb, they have a much better chance to beat this team. So how about Baker? You know anything about Baker? Yeah, up in the air, stuff like that still. But I mean, Case isn't going to make a mistake. We saw it last week. He's, the, I, I'm fine with Case Keenum, man. If he wants, if he has to step in and play for Baker anyway. Yeah. Like he's very manageable. He can he can make the throws downfield. He can make good throws. He's not going to throw a pick. He's going to be smart. He's been in the league long enough to know exactly what he does as a backup and a filler. I was thinking, um, you know, the the biggest trade that I remember is Zach Ertz to the Cardinals. But has there been any other? Notable trades this this year, and what's the trade deadline? Uh, yesterday. No shit, really. Was it today? I'm not sure. It was this week. Uh, it is November second, so we got till I believe Next Monday, week. Tuesday. Yeah, I don't know. They're talking about Deshaun going elsewhere, stuff like Zach Ertz. I, I didn't understand that one at all. I don't get what Philly's doing there. Goddard's been hurt off and on all year. Zach Ertz had a better year than Goddard specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I just didn't get it, but whatever. Let, let let the Cardinals keep being richer. I don't. I, y'all want to just lose to the Cardinals all year long, everyone? Just let it keep happening. 
Yeah, I mean Zach, like I, I, Zach has been around for ten years now, but he's only like 32, 33. and he's, he's still, still, he's still balling. Still yeah, a very good tight end. Yard fucking touchdown last week. But hey. so it might it might be one of the things where the Eagles kind of looked after him and was like, yo, even though he's already got a Super Bowl, but I think he was hurt during that Super Bowl, but he does have a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. Um. So they might have just said, you know, hey, we're going to send you to a contender because fuck him. Hey, here you go to Arizona, have fun. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy the weather. Enjoy enjoy your time. Yeah. All right. This next one, this next one, I'm uh I'm a little skeptical of, obviously, just because uh Cooper Cup's there, but Van Jefferson playing playing the Texans, which makes sense. Um, future defense as well. But Van Jefferson, he does seem to get a touchdown every fucking week, though. Hey, he's a boomer bus guy. He's 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 third there. He's uh Deshaun Jackson when healthy. I mean he's better than Deshaun Jackson right now, but that's just the role he plays. He's that boom guy down the field, stuff like that. He gets a couple targets here and there. Um just hear me out. I mean, it should be a blowout, right? So, uh, Cup and Woods towards the end of the game, come out of the game, stuff like that. Leave Van Jefferson in there like they should as a third receiver he is. And, you know, bad quarterback just targets him more the, during that time. I, I see it being a blowout. And if it is going to be a blowout, they're going to trend towards other players, stuff like that, see what happens. But there's going to be a lot There's going to be a lot going around this whole game anyway. So, if he gets five targets and catches four of them for 80 yards or 60 yards and TD, something like that, you're happy with their flyer play here. Yeah. I mean, he's to put it in perspective, he's 3,900 on DraftKings opposed to Cooper Cup, who's 9,000. And I mean, I mean, don't, get, don't get crazy. Cooper's going to have 20 fantasy points still. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. He's going to have 100 and he's going to have 100 and a touchdown no matter what. Jefferson's had seven, four, four, six, six targets each game. He has good targets, man. It's, a, it's on a good offense against a bad team. Mm-hmm. And they're going to look to attack early and often, especially deep against this secondary. So why not have a little shot, shot at man? Yeah, that's not a bad one. Mm-hmm. God, Cooper is, Cooper is 9,000, and then Diggs is the next highest at 8,100. Because Cooper is a fucking monster. Yeah, he is. <laughs> that dude, I everyone's preaching Robert Woods. I don't get it. Don't understand it. I mean, I think Robert's good. I don't think he's had this bad of a year. But Cooper's just insane. Right now, PPR monster for sure. He's an everything monster. It don't matter. <laughs> the man's getting hundred yards of touchdown every week. 40, 37. Yeah. 30, 39. Yeah, it's crazy. Um anyway, so tight end sleeper. Dan Annette, Dan Annette playing tonight. Yep. Boy Robert Tunyon. Mr. Robert Tunyon. Playing for the decimated Packers offense that still has Aaron Rodgers, so he's still got a top five quarterback thrown to him. And um He's very touchdown dependent, but we might see some see some more of them tonight just to get yes. down the field. I mean, it's, I have more targets, right? Like it, the logically it has to make sense. It has to be he's going to get more targets. I mean, they could didn't trust the other guys like St. Brown stuff like that we were saying earlier, but I just don't see it, man. They're going to pass more to Aaron Jones on the backfield. They're going to throw that tight end down uh, in in uh, in and out route stuff like that. And Tony can go deep occasionally. They're going to look for him other size, but. Uh, I just think the guys that have been there longer in that first team are get them just gonna get more targets. That's all it's gonna be. They're gonna they're gonna look to have more targets. Ronald Cobb's gonna get more. So you see uptick. So if the Tunyon gets eight targets, seven targets this game, you'll be very happy putting them in no matter what. I mean, cool tight ends a very iffy spot no matter what. But if the tight end you put in gets seven, eight targets in a game, you're you're relatively happy no matter what they put up. Yeah. I mean, A Rod trusts them, which is was gonna be huge in this game. Yep. Um yeah, so and, and he's sixty nine hundred. No, he's forty six hundred on on DraftKings tonight. So uh, hell of value there. Oh yeah, we'll talk about that in the next segment. Don't you worry. Yeah, and then uh, your defense, 
Going on the Chargers, who obviously everyone knows their secondary their secondary is uh, a force to be reckoned with. And yep. then uh, playing, it's in it's in, it's in L.A. Is this in, it's in what you got? In oh, it's in New England. I think so. What I put up earlier. Both. Shit, I did. Chargers Patriots. It is in L.A. Oh, it's in L.A. It's in L.A. Good. I made a yeah. mistake with the last one. Yeah, so I mean that 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 definitely strengthens this argument because um, you know playing in New England's a different story, but when you're playing in bright and sunny LA in the 70 degree weather, it ain't that bad. And uh, cool. Mac Jones, Mac Jones is known to throw a few bones. Exactly, he's gonna look for picks stuff like that. Chris Harris, all them back there, Derwin James, but it's not that. Let's just Patriots. Patriots gonna try to slow the game down against the Chargers. This is what's gonna happen. They're gonna try mm-hmm. to slow that game down. They're going to try to uh, take control, take it out of the hands of the offense. That's what Belichick's going to do. I mean, that's going to be the game plan. Look for, look for the same kind of game plan in the Bucks game, where it was slow it down, get low scoring, stuff like that. Now, the difference between this game and that game is the Chargers defense, I think, is a little better than the Bucks defense, considering mm-hmm. the Bucks defense giving up a ton of points this year. Yeah. And have, being injury-plagued. Yeah, and oh, the Chargers sure. have off and on and stuff like that, but – I mean, I don't see. There's, I don't see a reason this isn't going to be a blowout. I'm looking at like a 24 to like 14 game, 27, 14, something. Like I don't see New England scoring above 14, 17 points. I don't see them even getting to the 20s. If that's the case, you'll be happy just subbing in this defense for one week, getting you at eight points, seven points, something like that. Yeah, the over for this game is 50, which is kind of high for a Patriots game, but you know. Yeah. The, with the Chargers offense being as good as it is. And that's the thing too. I can see where I can see what you're saying as far as the, the Patriots wanting to slow the game down. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to be able to slow it down for the long haul. So then eventually they're going to have to pass and then you're going to get some bones, potentially a pick six from your boy, old Mac Mac 10, which is probably the other than AK forty seven, it might be the greatest number uh number nickname in the league. Mac 10, huh? That shit's sick. I said, okay, bro, I'm with you. <laughs> he said so I'm down with it. I'm down with it. Yeah. All right. So that wraps up the sleepers. Um, so MVP for the day. This is the DFS lineups for tonight. Cardinals, Packers. Uh, what, it's going. What was the? This is probably what a what? 50, 52 over, fifty what? and a half. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, point, points will be scored, and you got to think. You know, thirty of those are going to the car as far as the the spread. I'd say you know. 30 fucking 35 going to the to the you got it. it. I'm so proud of you. Come on, man. The the answer you're looking for is 28. 28 going to the Cardinals, yeah. So, so so the over over under is 50. If the spread's six and a half, just do three points the other way. So it should be 28, it should be 28, 23, (laughs) 28, 22, something like that. There we go. I got it. You just dragged it out of me. No, but the, the MVP as far as yeah, Tunyon. So, so he was forty six hundred without being in the MVP spot. Let's see MVP sixty nine hundred. Yeah, sixty nine hundred. Yeah. And this is a guy who could who could go off for two touchdowns. Like you know, he, he's hopefully two Aaron Jones does. Yeah, but the DraftKings full PPR is two touchdowns, shoot five to six catches, sixty yards. That's great value for MVP spot. And those are realistic. That's very realistic. Yeah, even if he's not in the MVP spot, just put him in every 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 damn lineup. I mean, why not? What the worst case, if he gets shut out, that's I'd be very, very unlikely. Um, same thing with like Aaron. Same thing with uh, Ronald Cobb. Same concept, Ronald Cobb. Not saying put Ronald Cobb in everyone. You could though, but Ronald Cobb, the likelihood of getting shut out with all these targets that should go his way during this game, 
is very, very unlikely. Mercedes Lewis has been taking some targets. Yeah, occasionally. I saw about putting both. I started making a dual tight end lineup. I did a the dual running back lineup with AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones, stuff like mm-hmm. that. A lot of Kyler. Kyler's everywhere. Um, I mean, it's, it's hard not to put Kyler and everything. He's he's going to probably have the biggest fancy day of any of these players on the field. So it's hard not to have him in these lineups. But to have all these good players along with a, a, maybe a skyrocket MVP is what you're trying to look for. And that's what Tanya could give you today. A.J. Dillon gets a decent amount of targets as well, considering he doesn't play often. I believe but, in that. Like I said earlier, the uptake in his targets for receiving out the backfield uh, is pretty good. Hell, he had 11 carries against Chicago. What happened with Aaron Jones? Did he get hurt or something that game? Or? For Chicago? Yeah. yeah. A.J. Dillon had 11 carries against Chicago. Oh, because they were up a ton. <laughs> they they were won 24-14. Huh? They only won 24-14. No, they won like 38 to 3. No, I'm looking at it. Against the Bears. Yes. Dude, that's not right, Tim. That was last week's game. No, that was the Bucks. Bucks, Jesus. Yeah, you're right. That's what I get for not doing this in two weeks. I know, right? (laughs) Rusty, we're all good. We got some WD 40 we're putting on there. All right. Um, so, yeah, Tanya being the MVP of the day, obviously he's, he's cheap, he's, he's value, and more importantly, he lets you get in guys like Aaron Jones who's going to eat, Kyler Murray who's going to eat. Um, the tricky part is the wide receiver situation for Arizona because, you know, okay, D-Hop, are you good or are you not good? Because if you're not, yeah, but if he plays, you know, what's he going to do? He's going to be fantastic, D-Hop. Uh, I mean, you say that too because uh, – Green Bay Packers have, like I said, they have a lot of injuries on that offense. I miss some secondary too, stuff like that on the defense. So defense players, I mean, and that secondary for Green Bay is not great anyway. Diop should have a great game if he plays. I don't see why. I don't see a reason why he won it. Mm-hmm. He's going to guard him. I'm expecting, especially PPR. Yeah. I'm expecting at least you know 15 fucking points. Give me six, seven catches. 70 yeah. yards and a touchdown. That's- His targets have just been weird, though. It's his problem, man. He hasn't got, a, he hasn't got a lot of double-digit target games this year, if any, I don't think. So it's been very weird for his targets. But he's catch, he can catch everything thrown to him. It's DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, I don't know why college just all of a sudden trying to spread it out to be that dude. But the gameplay should just be give DeAndre Hopkins ball. Yeah. Well, A.J. Green's fucking taking the clock back five years. You're not wrong. And Rondell Moore had a couple good games, too. Zach Ertz yeah. is there now. It's, it's very interesting. There's a lot going on there, but I mean, D Hop's a guy you got to feed if you want to win. I don't see mm-hmm. a way around it. You know, uh, they've been talking about like you know, obviously trade trade deadline. Now we know it's Tuesday, and uh, you know, Odell is obviously no man's land in, in Cleveland. Like, he, he's not happy. You know, he hasn't came out and said he's not happy, but um, Which he can't be happy just for how it's going. And uh, talking about him going to like maybe the Packers because the yeah. Packers obviously need a, a solid number two, but. You know, I think guys like Devontae and, and guys like, you know, how D-Hop was, like, they enjoy being that number one guy. Oh, yeah. And that's going to take, you know, if, if Odell comes to Green Bay, it's going to take away some of his targets, obviously. Maybe. Um, I mean, that's a huge maybe for Devontae Adams. He's the best shooter in the league, man. Like, it's, yeah. that's, that's, that's a very hard take targets away from that guy. And D-Hop was the best receiver in the league, too. I mean, he was. So, so he to a high – my thing about OBJ going to Green Bay Packers is it most likely will not happen. Not saying they, they're not talks, not saying they're not going on, but just, I mean, just think about like the last couple big name 
targets they've gone after for Green Bay or, or trade targets or trying to acquire players. None. They don't do receivers. They don't do it for running backs. They, they, don't, they don't really do it for a lot of their players. They'll go out and get an offensive lineman. They'll mm-hmm. go out and get a defender, something like that, uh, like Adrian Amos from us two years ago, like for safety. Like, But they don't really go out and get their offensive players like that. They, they draft and go through the draft a lot. So yeah. it'd be it'd be a very sh- it'd be very shocking for Green Bay to change their process and go after him. It'd be cool. OBJ and Devontae Adams, that'd be sweet. I mean, and if you're getting OBJ any cheaper, it'd be right now. But that yeah. that would be awesome. But it's just it's just what the Packers organization does. And they normally just don't go after those big names and, and trade targets. And more importantly, they don't do anything that will benefit Aaron Rodgers and make his life easier. <laughs> no, they don't, man. Yeah, like I, I hate playing these guys every year, but it's hilarious to watch them do the same thing all the time in the draft. We're like, hey. Look, look, this guy, this receiver is really available. He's really good, man. We should probably get him. Oh, no, we're going for a backup QB. Okay, cool. Oh, you get this other receiver. Oh, we're going for a running back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, let's do that. Uh, so who's our, who's our second? Alan Lazard? Eh, he's fine. Yeah. It don't make sense. Oh, let's bring back 34-year-old Randall Cobb. That'll, that'll make him happy. <laughs> that, I mean, it made him a little happy, I guess. Yeah. He stuck yeah. around. Yeah. So, uh. Yeah, so Tanya tonight, and then uh, obviously Kyler Murray and Aaron Jones. Like tonight's one of them nights with Aaron Jones specifically. Like he's going to be ninety percent owned, and oh, yeah. probably you know fifty percent in the MVP. So if he does get hurt, and you're in that ten percent, looking good. It was, it was like the Thursday night game a few weeks back with CMC when he got hurt, and uh, he was like ninety percent owned. Everybody having an MVP, and then like someone had fucking Chubba in their MVP, and ended up taking it down with a shit lineup. It was like uh, with the Seattle game when uh, Russell got hurt. Someone had a lineup with Geno Smith learning that yeah. and won it. Like why, like, why even waste your money at first? Like, what inclination do you possibly have to know this is a game Russell's going to get hurt? I mean, they probably just do it every game. Just just have that one time? Like, yeah. I mean, it works out, I guess. It worked out. 500K, there it is. But, like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I mean, you got a 17, you know, one in 17 shot. So. Shoot, it's probably more than that for a starting quarterback get hurt during that game. God, I can only imagine what that yeah, especially Russ. He hasn't missed any time, barely. Exactly. And especially, especially that game of all games was weird to me because Russ hasn't missed a start since he's been in the NFL. So you're going to waste one on a guy who's never missed a start? I might do it tonight. We'll see. At least do it with like a dollar liner for some reason. Just to say I did. Oh, yeah, fuck. I, I was just thinking about him like, I don't even know what that guy looks like. Like hey, I was a little hurt last week. Maybe a Colt McCoy lineup. I hear you. I hear you. Okay. Right, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, so that, that wraps up the NFL. Now, let's get to these NBA picks, dog. We are about five games into the NBA season. And it's, it's our first uh, episode for some reason. In the yeah. We're, yeah. Well, we, we killed the last. We killed the last last season. So let's uh, let's get back on board. I'm gonna start tracking these. So we got two uh, two picks for tonight. There's it's only like, like four games anyway. There's only like four or five games tonight, maybe. Oh, is it? Yeah, there's not many. Yeah, so uh, Bulls-Knicks. That's actually surprisingly a good matchup. And I say surprisingly because the Knicks haven't been shit for however long. And um, they still ain't shit. Well, I think that's a lock. Yeah, well, they compared to the Bulls. Like, they're good against the rest of the bottom feeders in the East. But the Bulls are undefeated, obviously. Um, and just like you look at – I think they might have one of the best, like, big fours in the fucking league. You got, you got Nikolai – Vujicic, who people obviously sleep on, he's a fucking monster. Can get twenty twenty any any number night. Number three center in the league. Yeah, number three center. Like people sleep and on him. 
Um, obviously, fucking ball, fucking Lamelo ball. I mean, excuse me, uh, Lonzo. Excuse me, Lonzo. Walking triple double. You know, they already had one this year. Like, yeah. how does this guy keep getting traded to other teams? I don't understand it, Tim. Like, I don't get yeah. it. Like, the man only produces more and more every year. DeMar DeRozan, all-star, probably can make fucking third-team All-NBA every year if he was on the right team to do it. Um, and who am I missing? They got another fucking baller, Zach Levine, too. Man. Zach Levine, man. God, God. Like, those are, that's a young fucking, like, I think DeMar DeRozan is probably the oldest, and he's probably, like, 30. Yeah, I think he is the oldest. I really do, because Weavich isn't that old either, like. Like they are, they are really, they are really good. And they got a good bench, man. They got, they got Caruso come off the bench, Kobe White. Like they have Patrick Williams starts with them on power four. Like they have some good mm-hmm. players. Yeah. And yeah, so I mean, the Knicks, you know, they had a nice run last last year. Like, okay, that's cool. But like Julius Randle's still your best player. And I'm not exactly. shitting on Julius Randle, but like, oh, and then Julius, yeah, I'll shit on him. Yeah. So Julius Randle's your best player. And then I don't know your second best player. I don't even want to say D Rose. Yeah, Kemba now. I mean, it, I, I don't, I'm not sure he played last game, but they have Kemba too. They have oh, Kemba, they, they have a couple mismatched players, but their teams. I mean, it's the Knicks, man. <laughs> like, like you can only do so much with your best, when your best player is literally Julius Randle, and, you, and it showed last year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I, I don't see it. The Bulls are as much better in my mind, but it's early in the season. God knows, honestly, I didn't expect the Thunder to beat the Lakers last night, so here we are. Yeah, I mean, and the Knicks got, like, a pretty deep team, but just, like, deep of mediocre talent. Like, Evan yep. Fournier, like, R.J. Barrett, Taj Gibson, yep. you know, Nerlens Noel. If their best oh, player is at best a B player in the league. This is not a good team at all. No, it's and not. Again, it's the East, so they, they'll, they'll make the playoffs, but, like. They won't look. be a full seed like last year. I'll tell you that and right. by the Bulls in the first round if it if it's a 1-8. Well, not the Bulls, it would be the one seed, but they could be. They have the talented. Bulls ain't going to be the one seed. Those Bucks will be the one seed in the end. Oh, facts. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I yeah. don't know, though, bro. Yeah, there were a lot of upsets yesterday. Let's not put yesterday's games into just this one group. I did so here. bad in betting yesterday. It was, I think I, I placed five $10 bets, like, consecutively. Like, we'll do a parlay. Oh, lost the first leg. Another one. Lost the first leg. Another one. Lost the first leg. Another one. And I was betting on fucking – uh. PFL, which is the fucking minor league UFC that I know nothing about. So, Dude, I had, was, a, I had a parlay with a John Morant triple-double, which he's only done four times in his career. Did he, do it? he was one rebound away yesterday. Oh, I remember you sitting there. I was like, oh, One God. rebound away. God. And then they pulled him because of, because the of trailer started blowing him out. Oh, there's time left? Yeah, there's like 10 minutes when he got pulled in the fourth. It was a ton of oh, time. Oh, it's sick. It was so sick. All right, so yeah, Bulls minus 110. That's a fucking lock. I love that. Um, well, let me, not to get away from NBA, but to get away from a second. Um, what do you like tonight as far as just the actual bet on this game for for NFL? Packers? Yeah. Nothing. I mean, I don't know, man. There's just so Ooh, it is a weird game. There's just so much going on with Packers, man. It is, and I, I, I'm staying away from it besides doing like a same game with a bunch of like stats and stuff like that. Not even picking a win. I should pick Packers plus 10 and a half, but that's like minus 200. And stuff Did you like see that. the stat where they're six and zero without Devonte Adams? Yeah, I saw that. Uh, it's irrelevant. I think it's irrelevant, but I mean, it's six and eight. That's it's a pretty of irrelevant at this game. I'm not, it depends if they're playing someone else, but I mean, they're playing the Cardinals, man. <laughs> you got to have your best players playing the best I'll team. Tell you what, it's it's good value. The value is there. The plus, I think, plus two thirty. Oh, for them straight up. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's just so many injuries, man. I just I just can't touch it. I want no parts. I'm gonna do a lineup. I'm gonna do the same game, just with not just a lot of safe stuff, and see what happens. All right, all right. Well, move, moving on to uh, our next NBA line. So we got Bulls minus one ten for the straight up money line, and then the Jazz minus nine and a half playing in Houston. So I haven't been following NBA that closely, but I'm a, I'm still assuming that Houston doesn't have anybody. Yeah, John Wall's not even playing for him. He's literally sitting at his house, not practicing or playing. Any so, reason? Is he hurt? Well, he just wants to get traded, I think. Something like that. Oh, and I think they're trying to trade him, so whatever. And the Jazz are fully healthy, playing very well. Just beat the, just came off the game, beat the Nuggets pretty handily. So they're playing the Rockets, man. I mean, I, it's not much more to say. It's early, like I said. We're still trying to figure out what teams are, but this is still the Jazz from last year. Same exact team playing the Rockets, who their best player is – not even playing. So Christian Wood. Yeah, the best players really not even playing though. And John Wall. Yeah. And Christian Wood might be their best player, but God knows. I mean, if Christian Wood's your best player, man, the Jazz don't beat you by double digits, then we have an issue. Well, yeah, I mean they, they do have a lot of young like Kevin Porter Jr., Jalen Green. Yeah, but nothing like crazy. No, not at all. No. Like I mean we'll see. Like there's a bunch of rookies and second year players. They're very young roster against a Against a very good defensive-minded team. Was Jalen uh, Green the kid from Villanova? Who? Jalen Green. No, he went to uh, he went to the G League. Oh, he didn't even play in college. No. Oh, wow. They have Daniel Tice, Daniel House. Like they don't got they have no one, dude. Like this, I'm looking at this roster. This roster would barely win in the G League. So is uh, is Donovan Mitchell back? Hey, he played last game. Did he? Hmm? Yeah. I know if he was back or not. Oh, he did. He did, sir. Don't you worry. Okay. We good. Yeah, that was an ultra lock tonight, man. My parlay, both of them, put them all straight up. Parlay them with uh, the Green Bay Packers plus 20 and a half. Hey. <laughs> get no value. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, shit, you'll still probably get like minus 250 on that. Minus 300, <laughs> maybe. Well, uh, keep going. You said plus 20 and a half? Yeah, I got minus two hundred for plus ten and a half. Oh God. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Well, alrighty. Well, that uh, that covers the agenda, brother. It was uh, this has been nice. Let's see you again, man. Glad you can make time for us, uh, little people nowadays. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> we'll be like next next Thursday. Um, I think that's about it, man. If you're uh, if you're listening on fucking Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Bet the best three. Follow us everywhere at Bet the best three. And if you're listening on Twitter, make sure you fucking go hit us up on fucking Apple Podcasts and leave a fucking review, leave a rating, and keep continue to fucking tune in. You got anything else? No, we'll try to figure out this comment stuff, guys. But uh, have a good night. There's a bunch of basketball playing, soccer still playing, there's some football, there's everything tonight, guys. Yeah. Baseball. Money. Whatever. That's when this. Oh yeah, go Braves too, baby. Go Braves. Oh, no, they're not playing tonight though. They're playing tomorrow night. We're back going back to Atlanta. Got and to we're gonna win three straight, straight and we're gonna fucking end it got in to, Atlanta. About to lose three straight to the Astros. It's gonna be crazy. Ah, nah. All right, brother. I'll talk to you later. All right, man.